Like topiary? Like, like a reasonable one. Like a topiary? Like a what? Like a, like a manicured bush. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not too out of control, although I'm not afraid. Like, do you I'll get in there like the crocodile hunter. Do you like, do you clean, like, get the bush ready? Or? Typically it just, I take it as is. You don't have like trimmers or anything? I don't trim the bush. You know? No, they can trim their own. Oh, we're talking about like two, two different, different bushes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh shit, are we started? No, we've been recording. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's even better. Alright, man. I guess, you know, start your thing. Hold on. Do we need this turned up more or are you good? I'm good, baby. Okay. I guess we can do a thing now. Welcome to the Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show. I'm your host, Smooth, and with me is Squirrel. That's right. I'm Squirrel, a.k.a. Doug. That's Smooth, a.k.a. Nathan. And you know how the show works by now, because this is episode... Three. Three. Thank you. Yeah, we're a trilogy. We're like the greatest thing to happen to trilogies since the number four. Uh, we got an email. A B-mail. A B-mail? Yeah, it's an email from Bill. Oh, I love it. So, before we get started, I'm going to read this, because he's got some like thoughts about last episode. And if you have thoughts about any episode, email us at draftyq at gmail.com. So, Bill writes, the shoes were shiny, not matte. Totally agree with that. Tracy had a coyote pelt, so you were right. I thought it was a raccoon, it was a coyote. Wavy lays are the emperor of chips. I don't know that I agree with that. Oof. But ruffles have tighter ridges. I like a ruffle to... I, I prefer a ruffle to a wavy lay. I, I, look, I don't think that there's a wrong way to go here, because either way, you're still getting more dip grip. Yeah, but I just... Wavy lays tend to break more easily for me than a ruffle. Mm-hmm. Because I like to get in there. because the grooves are too big. It could be. Compromises the integrity yes. of the chip. That is a very engineerically answered... Yeah. Words. And I barely graduated high school. Uh, flying Philanders can glide up to 35 times their height, length. I think he means length. Yeah. But thank you for doing the math for me there, Bill. I appreciate that. He also says, you haven't parked a Hyundai until you've parked a Hyundai in L.A. Oh, fucking. You ever had tacos from L.A.? They're fucking amazing. And what the fuck, how do I call into the show? Well, Bill, you call into the show just like everybody else by calling the Smooth Squirrel Hotline at 765-242-5978 and leaving a voicemail so that you can hear your wonderful voice at the end of the show. There you go, everybody. That's the Smooth Squirrels Hotline, 765-242-5978. Totally a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Okay. It's not? It's not a sponsor. Okay. It's our hotline. All right. It's like the bat phone, but for squirrels. It's the squirrel phone. It's the squirrel phone. Yep. That's what we're calling yep. it. I love it. Okay. Okay. So, we got a big show. Yeah. I hear you want to start by giving me the D. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to give you the D. Are give you me the D, bud. All right. So, as you all know, this is how the show works. Drafty is the word, because it's the Drafty Show, Smooth Squirrel Drafty Show, that's right, where we spell out our favorite word, Drafty, and to start off with D, D is for dragons. Okay. Doug, last night, well, two nights ago, because you'll listen to this podcast, um, 
the end of House of Dragons season one uh, was super good. Like, I don't know how anybody's not watching this show. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, or even if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, because really you don't have to have knowledge of it, like, House of Dragons is amazing. It skips time as you go through it, but it, like, is it just, it really works. Okay. And I'm super into this show. So is it, like, caught up with Game of Thrones now, or is, no. there, is there room for No, more? it's still 200 years before. Okay. So, like... It starts off and you got like one episode and it's uh it's based off of like uh King Viserys and uh, his princess daughter uh Rhaenyra and basically as the show progresses like it'll jump like 6 months 3 years 6 years like it just as it progresses, that's how it goes. Okay. And, like, I'm super into this right now. All right. So, it's over, or the season's over. The season's over. Right? And how many episodes were in this season? Ten. Ten episodes in yes. a season. How does that compare with a Game of Thrones season? Is that pretty similar? Pretty similar, yeah. Uh, the only difference is, is you got, like, you know, ten episodes of Matt Smith. Yeah, I do like Matt Smith. Matt Smith is fucking awesome in this. He is awesome in most things he does. He was not awesome in Morbius. He was in Morbius? He was the bad guy in Morbius. I guess he was. (laughs) I was thinking of the other doctor that was in Jessica Jones. Oh, no. That's Tenet. Yeah. He's He's the better doctor. He's the better doctor and better villain. Probably better Game of Thrones character nope. if you were to show up. Nope, I disagree. Matt Smith is baller in this. Plays Damon Targaryen, the Rogue Prince, and he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's good. He's very uh magnanimous. Yeah. Magnanimous. Yeah, he's like he's got a lot of gravitas whenever he performs. I'm just saying, like, everybody that I've seen watch this, like, super love Matt Smith in this. And yeah, with Game of Thrones. Which, did you watch any Game of Thrones? Nope. Okay. So, like, when you're watching Game of Thrones, there was a incestual relationship. Well, I read the books. Between, you know, everyone uh, Daenerys and... Oh, well, yeah. And mostly between Daenerys. I'm talking about Daenerys and Jon. You know, and everyone was kind of rooting for that relationship, oddly enough. And you have a similar situation in House of Dragons. Hmm. <laughs> But the Targaryens were known for that. Like most of them were. Yeah. Like the Lannisters were real big into it. Really? I didn't see that in the books with the Lannisters. Well, yeah, the brother sister combo, yeah. but not like I think that's kind of a big deal. No, I'm saying like the Targaryens did it like for generations. Yeah. There's like we're gonna keep it in the family, like blue bloods, you know, like the like queen. the Tom Selleck show? Oh, I was talking about like the royal family. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Because yeah. I don't think that's a Tom Zellick thing. Blue Bloods? No, it I mean, that show. part is not the incest part. No, 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 no. I think they just mean cops. I mean, Tom Selleck, not a sponsor, but... Nor is his mustache. Uh, well, we're working on that. <laughs> so that's the letter D. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, okay. D well, I got, House I, of Dragons, so I you should definitely more, watch the show. I got a couple more D questions. Dragon okay, questions. Okay, ask questions. Okay, so... I never watched Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but I heard that it was very adult in content. Yes. Uh, does House of Dragons fall into the same line? Yeah. I mean, yes, 
but it's not as it's not as bad. Like could a could a child watch should a child watch it? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. Well, I mean it depends on what kind of parenting you have if you're real progressive. Uh, well, I I'm guess. trying to be like a good one. Oh, so definitely don't let them watch House okay. Dragons. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh so is Matt Smith the focal point, or is he just in he's it? He's not the focal point. He is not. No. Who is the focal point? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Yeah. And he's Damon. Yeah. So basically, um, you have King Viserys, his okay. brother Damon. Right. And then his daughter Rhaenyra. And it mostly focuses around um, the king for like a long while. And then without any spoilers being given, it transitions to Rhaenyra. Back and forth, I'm like, gonna like more than halfway through. Being based on a George R. R. Martin yeah. book that a lot of people die. I wouldn't say a lot, but like, I mean, you kind of see it coming. Well, that's how yeah. The so works. basically, like, a king says, Hey, my daughter's my heir. And historically, like, in any history, like, it's usually like firstborn male right. heir. Except in several native cultures. Like, really? Or, yeah. That we're not going to get into that. We're talking about dragons. Well, we don't have an inn in our. We don't. It's not draft in quarters. We'll have to work on the name, I guess, to expand to more of the alphabet. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I want to do an alphabet show. That no. seems so long. Yeah. We'll just do twenty six episodes, and we'll focus on one letter every time. So we will fully become Sesame Street. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna uh, eat cookies. I'm not against you eating cookies. I'm just saying, like maybe. Crumble should sell yeah. smaller cookies. Oh my god, so we have Crumble sponsor us and I'll eat the cookies and I'll be no 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 like Cookie Monster the yeah. whole time. And I'll get real sick every time. I love it. Let's do it. Alright. So uh Crumble now a sponsor. Not really. Crumble not a sponsor. They can be though. Crumble, if you want to be a sponsor, call, call the, the squirrel, squirrel line. line. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Was well, not planned at all. We're like professionals and shit. Unprofessional. Professionally, we can't use that tag anymore. Yeah, we can. So oh, okay. Professionally and professional. Yeah. I said it. And if you go far enough back on this podcast feed, you may know why. Yeah, because we used to be tag team podcast champions of the world. Yeah. Well, I we're, mean, we we're going to reclaim it. Yeah. We're going to get it back. We got a we got a match at the Superdome in July. Yep. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Oh, sure. Okay. So we, we did the D. Yep. Now it's R. R. R this week is for ramen. I did some research for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this 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 letter is brought to you by a conversation that Nathan and I had earlier this week in which he was like, hey, man, you ever put mac and cheese powder in your ramen? And I was like, the fuck? And he was like, oh, yeah, it's great. It was. So tell me about it, Smooth. Okay. So I bought this mac and cheese that's... Uh... I think it was like chickpea pasta. Uh, the pasta's terrible. I can't stand it. Okay. So what I did was is I stole the powder from the mac and cheese, and I was like, get out of here, noodles. I don't need you. Yeah. And I made three packets of ramen in the microwave because I'm lazy. Sure, sure. And I boiled it with the chicken packet. And then right. I just added that mac and cheese powder, some heavy whipping cream, which is superior to milk when making mac and cheese, and a little bit of butter, and it was fantastic. So it wasn't like cheese-flavored ramen. It was like... It was mac and cheese ramen, Mac dude. and cheese ramen. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Going further on that, I talked to uh, Shane, you know, our friend Shane. Wait, which Shane? Reverend Shane or... No, no. Or podcast or Welcome Shane. back, Shane. Yeah, welcome back to GQP Does Shane. Okay. Drafty Quarters movie review show. It's on every Friday. I don't know what day they post. The one of the either the show before us or the show after us. Yeah, he's also on the weekly with Dave. Yeah, so either way, you're gonna get sandwiched. We are sandwiched by Shane every week. And Dave. Yeah, and Dave. Shit. Yeah. And Russell. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. He's been married for a while. Yeah, he's like when you want pickle on the sandwich, and sometimes you don't want pickle on the sandwich. Sometimes I just want like a side of pickles, which is why I enjoy McAllisters. But that is not what R is about. No. So, basically, um, Shane said that in college, him and Bill from Indy... Oh, shit. Bill from Indy? Yeah, Bill from Indy. They would uh, take spicy chicken ramen and Easy Mac and then combine the two. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I don't know. The, there's we should like just a, shut this podcast off and do it right now. There's like a jail thing where it's like refried beans and spicy chicken ramen and tortillas. Like a burrito? Yeah. Yeah, they make them in chip bags. Do they? Yeah. I watch a lot of TikToks. I watch a lot of Oz. It's bussin'. That's a word. It's bussin'. I don't know what that means. Well, if it's good, it's bussin'. Oh, I thought it was cap. It's either no, bussin' no or discussin'. What about what about 100% fire? Is that this? I mean, it's super good. Oh, okay. I'm super, like, hip. All right. I mean, I... As soon things, as I said hip, I lost it. Right. I, I Last I heard, things were on fleek and stuff was lit, so... Oh, it can still be lit. Okay, so what's up lit. with your ramen, like... Okay, so I was like, hey, what's up with, like, weird ramen things? People, yeah. people tell me what you want about ramen. You got answers, too. I've I got answers. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, asked some people at my, like... Not my real job, but, like, my other job. This is my real job. I'm a professional podcaster. Uh... And they were like, okay, so overwhelmingly, the largest percentage of things added to ramen that's not just like salt. I don't think you need to add salt. There's enough a lot of people, in that packet. Uh, dude, I work in a place where people are... It's like a salt mine, basically. Uh, overwhelmingly, the largest answer was egg. Okay. Some people like soft boil an egg and put it in there. Some people poach an egg in the water while it's boiling. Some people add it in towards the end and just kind of stir it to make the pasta a little bit more creamy. Yeah. Which is like a carbonara. Oh, man. I'm going to make carbonara tomorrow. I I really like making carbonara. My son loves like a good carbonara. I mm -hmm. use pancetta instead of bacon, but I mean, otherwise... You it's could a, put pancetta in ramen. You could. Make could. a carbonari ramen. Uh, other things I was told were cheese slices. Okay, I do this. I add American cheese into my ramen. Okay, how does that work? It, it melts rather quickly. Does it? So you just like put a cheese slice on top and kind of stir? Well, okay, so you got to have some reserved pasta water, but it's also okay to also add a little bit of heavy whipping cream, too. Yeah, it's I know creamy. you're a whipping cream guy. Dude, that's the only way to make mac and cheese. You're like a whip cream coal okay i also add heavy whipping cream to my eggs when i make scrambled eggs yeah makes for a fluffier scrambled you, egg you add whipping cream to pretty much everything i'm pretty sure i won't drink it by itself no not anymore no, not since that last incident no that like that was a weird labor day uh other things uh pork belly grated cucumber i don't understand that one no because cucumber's gross and crunchy and it's prequels 
Yeah. It's not even a pickle yet. Yeah, it's, it's all like, pretty Give it yeah. time. Uh, sausage and peppers, which I found was kind of weird. Okay. Uh, somebody said the nori wrappers from sushi, like the seaweed. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I don't know, man. Maybe if you had like a bigger ramen, like a udon noodle. Yeah, but then you're Make udon, udon and not ramen. Yeah, I know. Uh, some other things I was told were uh, cayenne pepper, which mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, it works for everything. Uh, I like to, for my kids when we're making stuff, I cook it in a bone broth. Always a good idea. Instead of just water. And then I'll also like thin cut some steak and kind of hibachi cook it and put it in there because they like that and then it feels like more fancy when they eat it with the chopsticks super fancy yeah well you know i like to keep it real dog for reals i've added hot dogs hot dogs like yeah, whole hot dogs or cut up oh no, you cut them up so you just made like mac yeah. and cheese and hot dogs hey don't judge me. I, I'm not judging you. I'm just being like, yeah. at what point does this stop becoming ramen and just become like fancy mac and cheese? Uh, well, it's not fancy if you're using ramen. Mm. If you want fancy mac and cheese, use Kraft Deluxe white cheddar. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the Sometimes ticket. I like to use the Scooby-Doo mac and cheese. I like the spirals. I like the shells. Like, if I'm going to do like a... And I don't know if that's because, like, that's what my grandmother used to do when I was, like, a child. Like the Velveeta shells? Yeah, it was, like, Velveeta shells and cheese and, like, spiral, like, honey-baked ham. Oh, God. And then, like, green beans or peas. Like, that was, like, if I was going over there to, like, you know, if she was like, I'm gonna babysit you so your parents can fuck. You know, like, I mean, she didn't say that, but that's what it was. Have you ever asked your parents? Is that the only reason they dropped you off? No, I haven't asked them that. I don't feel like that's appropriate to ask them. Should we call? All right, yeah. Right now. (laughs) No. I do remember, like, in high school having a bedroom underneath them. Oh, no. And every Saturday I would get woken up to rhythmic bed springing. Well, at least they had So I knew they were fucking. Yeah. Which is, like, a weird, like, knowledge. Because it's like, oh, that's nice. They're they're still, like, going at it. But then also, it's like, those are my parents. And they're going at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this got way off track from ramen. Yep. Other things that people like to put into ramen. And if you have more questions, feel nope. free to call the squirrel. I, I feel like I'm done talking about <laughs> hearing my parents fucking. Uh... <laughs> okay, we need a minute. Nope, that was great. I loved all of that. Uh, We're definitely going to win awards now. Yeah, just not the right kind of awards. We're going to be at the AVN things. Uh, That's the adult video awards. Yeah. Because we just talked about sex. Yeah. And that makes us explicit content. Well, we're already explicit content. Plus... I said the word fuck nine times. Ah, Ten times now. It's okay. Okay, so that's ramen, sort of, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Even know how that. I'm sorry. R, R is for ramen. I'm sorry. That and I, the recreational activities. Right. Of Doug's R parents. is for ramen <laughs> and recreational parental activity. Uh, okay. Are you ready for A? Yes. I need to try to salvage this shit. Yes. I hope that everyone is enjoying all that. This week, A is for aeroplanes. 
Yeah, I didn't get it when you sent it to me. Okay, so this is also Australian because it also starts with hey. A, and it's fun. We've seen a blue tongue skink. I did. Yeah, you did. I went to the zoo, and there was one there, so. Yeah, you were studying. That's why we're not I doing an animal quiz. I that picture. I know. That's why I was like, fuck, I went to the zoo to practice. I did. So, no animal also, quiz I've seen kangaroos. Week. They have a kangaroo crossing there, and there's, like, actual, like, juvenile kangaroos. Yeah. But they were not doing anything but laying down in the grass. They were tired, bud. I guess. I thought they'd, like, walk around us. Well, and, like, the problem is they're from, like, the other hemisphere, so they're used to it being dark. Yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't. No. I was just playing along. Uh, I was also super afraid from a story that Russell told me once. What? I was afraid that the kangaroos would kick my balls off. Did you know kangaroos drown people? Did you know kangaroos will kick each other's they're balls They're, like, off? assholes. Yeah. Kangaroos will, like, sit in the water and just stare. And then if a person comes into the water, they will come and drown them? Yeah, what the fuck? Because they're fucking assholes. Like, did you ever see that video of that guy where, like, the kangaroo had a hold of his dog and he walked over and just punched it in the face? Yes. How did that kangaroo not kick his ass later? Well, I, from what I understand about kangaroos is that they're kind of like bears. I'm way more terrified of bears, but please continue. Well, in the fact that, like, a kangaroo's only going to fuck with you if you, like, run away from it. Oh, so if you stand up to it, it's yeah. Like, typically, oh, well, if well. you like make a bunch of noise and make yourself seem bigger, and you like uh, go for its head, it'll like go away. I mean, that really only works for like black bears. Don't do that to a grizzly. You can no. never be big enough. Grizzlies win. Yeah, I seen bears at the zoo. Yeah, what kind of bears? Kodiak bears, I think. Oh, those are like a half grizzly, half polar. Big brown bear. Yeah, I just said Kodiak. They might not actually be Kodiak uh, bears. My favorite Sonicor. bear is a sun bear. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're like a weird East... You know, I did Asian see, and bear. this is totally off topic, an Arctic fox. It was beautiful. Yeah. All white and majestic yeah, as fuck. They were fucking beautiful. They didn't make fox noises, though. Like, you know how you see videos of, like, foxes, nee, nee, and they, nee, like... Nee, 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 nee. Yeah, exactly like that. Like, but they were cool. Yeah. We didn't get to see the red pandas, though. Uh, the red pandas, I'm assuming you went to, to Indy? Yeah. The red pandas there are, like, very non-people friendly. They yeah, hide. The tiger does, too. The tiger was just laying out, showing its ass. Yeah. He's looking kind of rough. Uh, it was definitely looking rough. So, that is not A, though. <laughs> this is A. Five Australian women are currently suing Qatar Airways in the New South Wales Supreme Court over a 2020 incident in which they were forcibly removed from the airplanes at gunpoint in Doha in Qatar, and they were intimately examined without consent or explanation for it. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's going to get even weirder than that. The women are seeking damages from both Qatar Airwaves, Airways, not Airwaves, Mm-hmm. And the Qatar Civil Aviation Authority, which is owned by the Qatari government. So it's all, like, nationalized there. Over, quote, unlawful physical contact and mental health uh, impacts, including depression and PTSD. So the reason for all of this is, on October 2nd of 2020, all women on planes in the Doha airport, including the 13 that are suing, were subjected to vaginal examinations by authorities because they found 
a newborn baby abandoned in a plastic bag at the departures lounge. And it's a super conservative country, right? So if you have a baby out of wedlock in Qatar, they will just straight up kill you. Uh, okay. I don't see why they need to go around like... Because they were like, whose baby is this? Stop all these planes. It's called DNA. And they made all of the women get into ambulances and be forcibly examined to find out if they recently had a child so that they could kill them. I feel like DNA is a lot easier. Well, it's not as fast. Yeah, and they're also, I guess. So the women were all examined, so right. they were given no information by officials at the time, and they didn't even, like, cons- they weren't even allowed to consent. They were all held at gunpoint and checked. The infant did survive, and according to a statement from the New South Wales Supreme Court, three of the five women uh, that were subjected to the, quote, unlawful physical contact suffered from anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and other psychological effects. And they are currently suing for $81 million. Australian dollars, I assume. I wonder what that translates to. Uh, It's pretty close to a one-for-one, I believe. Oh, cool. So the papers were served to Qatar Airways last Thursday. So like six days ago, if you listen to this, when we if when it airs the airline hasn't responded to any comments damien sturgiker a partner at marquee lawyers who's handling the case for uh the women told the guardian that he was proud to stand with this group of brave women who have been forced to take on the qatar government after it gravely breached human rights so qatar is an ultra conservative muslim monarchy and sex uh, and childbirth outside of marriage is punishable by jail or death. Like, by stoning. Which is weird, because it's 2022. Yeah. Uh, they did find the mother. She is not Qatari national, but she is not one of the Australian women named in this lawsuit. So I don't know what happened to her. And I guess, like, did the reason... stone her? I don't know. I, I don't I don't have that information. But the reason that I'm talking about this is several fold. One, it's crazy as shit, right? Absolutely. Two, it involved Australia, which is like my favorite crazy place. And three, Qatar is hosting the World Cup next month. That doesn't sound like a good idea. It's not a great idea, and I believe several countries are starting to boycott, which makes sense. Because it is a terrorist state. Um, also, they moved the World Cup from June to November because it is literally like 120 degrees in the summer in Qatar, and they would all die. Uh, at least, and this is what they're saying, so it's probably way higher. At least 37 people have died building soccer stadiums for this event. In Qatar. What the fuck? Who's running this country? Oh, good question. I can answer that. Okay, that's good, because they should not be running The Qatari Prime Minister, Sheikh Khalid bin al-Khalifa al-Thani, said that he did say about the event of the illegal vaginal examinations that... 
the standard security protocols had been violated, and he expressed his, quote, sincerest apology for what the fe- what some female travelers went through. And he regrets this unacceptable treatment of female passengers. The airport security official that was in charge of all of this has been charged and prosecuted and received a suspended sentence, which means nothing. Lame. Yep. Uh, So far, the Qatari government and the Qatari Airways, which is owned by the Qatari government, have failed to respond to any of the uh, injunctions and entreaties from the Australian women. Uh, They have also failed to provide assurances that this will never happen again. All of this is like a big deal because basically the Qatari government is like, it happened on our soil. It doesn't matter. Like, we're sorry that, like, you guys are butthurt that we kind of raped you, but fuck you, we're Qatar. But it doesn't work that way because of the 1999 Montreal Convention. Well, do tell, because I don't know shit about this. Okay, it basically says that all airline liability around the world, which includes both Australia and Qatar are subject to action for damages that can be brought before the courts of this Montreal Convention. Uh, And it doesn't matter where the aircraft takes off from or lands or the nationality of everything. Basically, like, there is an international airport court system. So if, like, shit happens in an international airport, it is subject to international laws. So basically... Qatar can't say my house, my rules in an international airport. Which is also why, like, if somebody's passport is revoked or something like that, they can stay in the airport because it's technically international waters. I've seen a movie about that once with Tom Hanks. Oh, The Burbs? Sure. It was called Terminal, but okay. Oh, is that what that was about? Yeah. (laughs) I thought he had cancer. Nope, that's that's the... Did he do a cancer movie? Probably, he's done like a lot of movies. That one he, guy... He did one where he thought he was dying, so he was going to go to an island to get sacrificed to a volcano to appease their gods, but then it turns out it was all a setup. Him and Meg Ryan flew I love off Joe in a catamount. Joe versus the volcano. It is one of my favorite Tom Hanks mm-hmm. movies. It's probably my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Where he talks about how the, the lights in like the office are sucking the life out of him. Yeah, the and he's not wrong. Lights. No, it does. Yeah. They can actually create like a an unsound, like a low vibrational thing to where like you can't perceive it, but it's making a noise that makes you feel depressed. Yeah, I can't imagine anywhere that it feels like that that I go to. I mean, I think this lighting here is pretty good. I guess. Anyway, okay, so that's A. I wanted to talk about this because, like, there's huge international implications, and there's, like, a, like, the World Cup is, like, the biggest sporting event in the world, like, more popular than the Olympics. Also only happens every four years. And it's, like, worth... The country that hosts it, and we're going to host it in, I think, 2030? Really? I think. We're hosting it after Russia, I believe. Uh, Bill, you'll tell me. Um, It's fine. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, 
But it does bring in several billion dollars of revenue to every country that hosts it. Well, we definitely need it. And it's usually, like, a lot of players are kind of mad about it this time because it normally happens in the summer, which is a break from, like, the Premier Leagues and the Champion Leagues and all that, which you normally are going on now. So now they have to drop their seasons and they had to adjust all their seasons and everything. So I'm not super big into soccer, so I don't ever follow the World Cup. It's called football, bud. That's what I said. Yeah. Soccer. So that was A. It was kind of serious, right? Yeah. It's about a serious lawsuit. Yeah. So I thought, you don't want to be a fun F? Frivolous lawsuits. Yeah. You weren't supposed to know that. Yeah. I, I don't wanted, read the itinerary. I wanted to say frivolous. Okay, you say it. Frivolous lawsuits. All right. So I made a game about some of my favorite frivolous lawsuits. Favorite frivolous lawsuits. Time out. Is the McDonald's lawsuit in there? It's not because it's too easy. Okay, the coffee uh, one. Yeah, okay. I was going to use that as an example, but you're already into it. Yeah, man, I'm here. Okay, so I'm going to give you the lawsuit, the year, and a little bit about it, and I want you to guess what the result was. You son of a bitch, I'm in. All right, it works. Right. It works yeah, for works. me. Okay, so I'll give you the, the lawsuit, the year, and a little bit of description, and you're going to tell me what the result is. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yep. Okay. I'm present. So, this is a man wants to legally change his age. This was 2018. A 69-year-old Dutchman wanted to legally change his age in order to avoid, quote, ageism. Emil Rattleban claimed that he felt discriminated against because his real age was affecting his job prospects, as well as the successes, chances of success on Tinder. Okay. What do you think happened? What country was it? Dutch. Uh, Denmark. 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 How progressive is Denmark? I feel like they're pretty progressive. They're Europe. I'm going to say that they let him change his age. No, the plaintiff lost. The judge explained that many rights and obligations are age-based and that changing a legal age could cause many complications. So, no, you lose. Hey, I don't disagree with that, by the way. What? I don't disagree with, like, you know, no. Don't let him change his age. Well, but, yeah, I you mean, can't legally change your age. Yeah, it's like you're timeless, so. Eternal. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, you ready for another one? Go ahead. Woman shocked that jelly beans contain sugar. This is in 2017. Sugar has 61 different names, so it stands to reason that some people may not recognize the ingredient when reading, reading nutrition labels. This happened to a California woman who sued uh, Jelly Belly for using the term evaporated cane juice instead of the word sugar in its Jelly Beans food label. Jessica Gomez of San Bernardino County alleged fraud, claiming the company was misleading consumers about how much sugar the snack actually contained. On the nutritional facts, did it say sugar this many grams? It did. Okay, so she should have lost, but it's California, so she won. No, the case was dismissed. Oh. It was like, the judge is like, that's fucking dumb. Get out. All right. That's good that there is some justice in California. Are you ready? Are you ready for I feel like one? we've pooped on California too much. You have. I love the place. Nope. Uh, man sues a date for being on her phone. This happened in 2017. 
Now, many people have a story about a date gone wrong, but most people would just like chalk it up to a bad one, start over, try again. However, a 37-year-old man from Austin, Texas, could not let go of his bad experience and sued his date. He was offended that his date spent the time that they were at the movies watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 texting on her phone. He came he claimed that the behavior was breaking the theater rules and affected his movie watching experience. He should have won. Uh, the case was dropped after she agreed to pay him $17.31 for the movie ticket if he agreed to a restraining order against her. I think he it's did. fair. I think it's fair. That's so dumb. Here's the thing that I'm going to say, okay? Like, first off, don't be on your phone in the movies. It's yeah. rude. It is rude, but and like... if you're on a date... First off, I'm assuming this was a first date. I would, I guess. Yeah, let's assume so. Don't take him to a fucking movie. You never take a first date to a movie. I, you take your first date to dinner and get to know the person. You want to see if you actually want to watch a movie with them. I mean, if you're a serious, like, movie watcher. Cinephile. Yeah, as I am. You are. You're super great at it, buddy. Yeah, and, like, I don't super want someone texting next to me. Like, if, I get if they were going to do that, I'd leave. Sometimes, or I'd go sit somewhere else. Sometimes I watch you watching movies, and I'm just like, "Fuck, that dude can watch a yeah, movie." I know. Sometimes I sleep during a movie if it's terrible, yeah. and if you go back far enough on the DQP, does you'll hear exactly how I feel about certain movies. All right, you ready for another one? Go ahead. This one is over the empty space in Junior Mints boxes. This is from 2018. Viola Daniel and Abel Duran of New York. And Trakila Perkins from Mississippi believe that the Tootsie Roll company uh, tricked people by underfilling Junior Mint's boxes. They sued the company because there was more than a third of the Junior Mint's box being empty. What do you think the result was? Dropped. It was dismissed when the judge wrote a 44-page decision that any reasonable customer can expect some empty space in their packaging. It, that, I mean, why does Lay's not get sued for the emptiness in the bags of their chips? I don't know, but I ask that question all the time. Uh, if only I knew somebody who could help me answer it. The world may never know. That's a Tootsie Roll thing. Yep. Okay. You so, like that? I did. I, I'm super into it. How about this one? Is a firefighter's fear of fire count as a disability? This is from 2014. Shane Proler from the Houston Fire Department is afraid of fire. He was reassigned to an office position, so he would not come into direct contact with what scared him. But he wanted to remain in his former job in the fire suppression unit. He claimed that his fear was a disability, and that he was discriminated against because of his disability. I have questions. Sure. I don't know if you can answer any of them. I could try. Was he a firefighter before and then something happened and he developed a fear of fire? Or has he always had a fear of fire? It just says that he has a fear of fire. You shouldn't be a fucking fireman. I agree. And you know who else agrees with us? The state of whatever. The Texas Supreme Court. It made it all the way to the Supreme Court of Texas. And they were just like, get out of here. And they ruled that there was no evidence that Proler was discriminated against on the count of a disability. He was unable to perform the job. Yeah. Go be mall security. Okay. This one's a crazy one. I really like this one. Okay. A kidnapper sues his hostages for escaping. 
This is from 2012. Jesse Dimmick, a fugitive facing a murder charge, kidnapped a Kansas couple in 2009. At some point, he fell asleep and they escaped. They sued Dimmick for $75,000 in damage, and his response was to countersue for breach of contract. He claimed that the couple had a legally binding oral agreement for them to hide with him from the police. Are you serious? I am serious that this is an actual lawsuit filed in 2012. Well, I'm going to say that that didn't go well. It was immediately dismissed. Okay. Husband sues wife over ugly baby. This is 2012. Boy meets a pretty girl. Boy marries the girl. They have kids. Pretty standard happy ending, right? Yeah. That's what John Fing from China thought until he saw his newborn daughter, who he said was, quote, incredibly ugly and did not look like either parent. He accused his wife of cheating on him, at which point she admitted that she had had several plastic surgeries before they met. He sued on the grounds of false pretenses, claiming that she misled him by hiding her cosmetic surgery. What state was this in? It doesn't say. Or country, maybe. Uh, I don't know. What happened? He won. Oh, my God. And his wife was made to pay him $120,000, which doesn't make sense because they are still married. That makes zero sense. Yeah. So, basically, he just got to keep his money. Yeah. Their money. Because. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't. It doesn't say they got divorced. It says his, his wife, not ex-wife. Hmm. All right. Drinking beer does not make fantasies come true. This is from 1993. Beer commercials often feature beaches and good-looking men and women having fun. And most people get that this is, you know, not real. Yeah, like Pam Anderson was a little bat girl. However, Richard Overton, in 1993, sued Anheuser-Busch for $10,000 for false advertising. He claimed that the beer ad caused him emotional distress mental injury, and financial loss. Overton said the company's ads showed the beer's ability to enable, quote, scenic tropical settings and beautiful men and women engaged in unrestricted merriment. And while this is not actually the case, what do you think happened? He won. He did not, but this did go to court and he lost. Oh. This was not dismissed. They had an actual trial over... Beer commercials. I mean, they should. Because that's dumb, and I it's, love it. It's advertising. Yeah. That's how it works. All right. A man sues Michael Jordan for looking too much like him. It's 2006, by the way. 2006, Michael Jordan. Who's older? It doesn't say. Because I think that's important. Many people would be happy if they look like a celebrity. Unless that celebrity was as famous and loved as Michael Jordan, apparently. Alan Ray Heckard from Portland sued the basketball legend and Nike for promoting Jordan for more than $800 million. He claims that he has been confused for Jordan every day for the last 15 years, and that it has caused him permanent injury and emotional pain and suffering. What permanent injury? Uh, dropped. Uh, he dropped it himself without giving a reason why. Yeah, because he's probably got paid. Yeah, but that's so dumb. Yeah. Okay, this one 
might be no it's not because i know of one that's coming up later a man sues himself for five million dollars oh is my in, god i bet he won this is in 1995 prison inmate robert lee brock serving time for breaking and entering at the uh, Indian Creek Correctional Center in Virginia, sued himself for $5 million, claiming that he violated his own religious beliefs and got himself arrested. And since he has no income because he's in jail, Brock asked the state to pay as he was a ward of the state. I bet that got dropped. Uh, it was immediately dismissed. Mm-hmm. This one is This one is crazy. Uh, a man sued... Over a chicken sandwich being out of stock. In 2019, a okay. Tennessee man sued the fast food chain Popeyes for $5,000 for running out of its famous chicken sandwich because he claimed the restaurant wasted his time trying to fill his order. Craig Barr said the company deceptively advertised the sandwich, which was only available for a limited time in August. He's also suing damages... He's also suing for damages to his car that he said occurred in the restaurant's parking lot. Dropped. Uh, no, this case is still pending and is supposed to go to court in January. Man claims Uber ruined his marriage. This is 2017. A French businessman sued Uber for $48 million, claiming that, the flaw, claiming that a flaw in the ride-sharing company's app played a role in the dissolution of his marriage. The businessman said he borrowed his wife's cell phone and used it to log into the Uber app. He then claimed that a glitch in the app caused it to continue to send notifications of his whereabouts to his wife's phone even after he logged off. And apparently, some of his movements caused a problem with his wife, causing the marriage to end in divorce. I wonder why. This one is unknown. Alright, I've got, I've got three left. I'm just going to read you. The titles, and then you tell me which one you want me to do last. Let's do it. Man, mom confiscates son's phone. Student sues teacher for waking him up, or student sues for an A plus. Which of these would you like to hear last? Wake up the wake up one. Okay, yeah. Sleeping student sues teacher for waking him up. This is two thousand and eight. Parents of a Danbury High School student. Vincino Robacher said that their son suffered hearing loss after one of his teachers slammed her hand on his desk to wake him up during math. The family sued the school, the school board, and the city. I'm assuming that that got dropped. Yes, it fell on deaf ears. Okay, so that, that was F, that was the game, that was frivolous lawsuits. Solid. So what's up next? T? Is it tea time? Yeah. But as a part of F, yeah, hit me which is when everyone to know, F is also for food sometimes. Yeah. Even though ramen was food, we're going to go a little bit out here. The McRib's back, and it's back until November, and some people are saying this is its farewell tour. Can I... Can I... Can I lay something on you? Smooth. You don't like the McRib. I hate the McRib. It is disgusting. I loved it as a kid. I hated it. You remember like when it. the Flintstones movie came out and McRibs were popular because it was a big piece of meat, barbecue sauce, and then the Flintstones cartoon, he gets that big old piece of meat and makes the car fall over? Sure. I remember that there was a Simpsons cartoon, or Flintstones cartoon, where 
He had a big piece of meat. Mm-hmm. I also remember that the McRib is just shoe leather dipped in barbecue sauce. Yeah, it sounds delicious. It's not. It, I ugh, I cannot stand it. Well, we can't agree on everything. We should, though. But we don't. Yeah, but we should. All right. Are we ready for tea? Go ahead. This week, tea is for things we've been doing this week. And this studio has been enraptured. Is that the word? Okay, yeah. By a new app that came out last week called Marvel Snap. Now, it is a competitive card game. Uh, Very fast. I would say it takes no longer than, what, five minutes to do it? Yeah. You battle over three locations. Whoever wins two of the three wins the match. Super easy, super simple, incredibly addictive. Super addictive. Uh... I can't recommend it enough. Uh, I know that PPR, that's a professor, producer, Russell, CEO, COO, CFO. I don't know what he is. He's like a big wig here. He's an LMFAO. Yeah, he is an LMFAO with a dollar sign somewhere. Cha-ching. Uh, he's been playing pretty much nonstop since Friday. Yeah, his wife's annoyed by it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's got one of those now. Yep, he sure does. Listen to episode two. And just listen to all of them. Just listen to every episode. But yeah, he got married recently. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, So it is... It's Marvel. So you get all the heroes and villains that you like. I'm looking at mine right now. He's looking at his right now. Yeah, because you have a collection level, and uh, currently... My collection level, not as big as Doug's. Okay. That was going to insert maybe some laughter there. <laughs> I don't have to now. Uh, it's uh, My collection level is 289. Right. Um, and your collection level is how you get new cards to put in your decks. Right. Um, I'm currently 52 on my season pass. Which is, uh, the more you play, it's sort of like an experience bar. Uh, you get rewards for each level. But, right now I'm only uh, 33 silver in my rank. Now, your ranking is, uh, when you win, you get a certain amount of cubes, which you have to wager. Uh, So you could win or lose one, two, four, or eight cubes. Each level requires ten cubes to uh, advance to the next one. So, smooth is at what? What did you say? 53? I wish I'm at 33. So he's at 33, which is like a middle rank. I believe it goes up to 100. It does. It does go up to 100. Yeah, infinite, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there are different tiers, you know, your bronze, what, silver. Where are you at? Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, no. You're sharing those numbers. I don't want to share those numbers because it makes me sad. Why? Because you Cause have good numbers. I have wasted so much time on this app. That I don't want... But this encourages people to play. But this is forever. Like, this... If I talk about it, this is going to be out there in the ether for the rest of my life. And like, maybe, when I'm running for senator, they're going to be like, what collection level did you get to in the first week? Doug's probably one of the top 5%. I doubt that. 10%. I doubt that, because no, I've been facing sure people with that. crazy, crazy stuff. Okay, I'm collection level 487... Which is just barely into the final pool of cards that you can get. So, like, I have a long way to go. 
Um, season pass 59. Um, rank 64 right now, which is the diamond rank. Yes. Diamond. So I still have vibranium, omega, galactic, and infinite to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I play. I still got to get into gold. Um, but like the funny thing is, is like my collection level is more than Russell or Shane, but I believe their levels are more because they wager more snaps. Yes. Wait, their season pass levels or their ranks? No, their ranks. Well, the rank is just. I've actually found it's easier to rank if you play conservatively because then you only like lose one or win four. Uh, but as far as boosting your season pass, yeah, I recommend snapping, which is basically like doubling down on your bet. Like, I'm so sure that I'm going to beat this person that I'm going to double down. And then they can also call it and redouble, which leads to eight cubes being wagered in the match. Yeah, and that's a very fast way to move up. Yes. It's also a fast way to move down. Yes, it is, because you can you can also lose eight instead of gain eight. And so there are cards, and the cards come in one of four different pools. Uh, and as you rank up in your collection level that Nathan was talking about, you unlock new cards. Those cards will be put in your deck. Uh, you can increase the rarity of your cards by making them... By spending ex boosters and credits to make your cards better, and then they become like holographic or 3D or foil. Yeah. Uh, and then there's you can use gold to buy more credits or occasionally like variant art pieces. But one of the things I like is is they cap how much gold you can buy. With real money. With yeah, you, you they cap how much you can buy with real money, so you can't just like spend a bunch of money and have like the best cards. And variants right. possible. And that's the other good thing about the game, is that it's not... Cards aren't locked to a rarity, as far as, like, well, only the rare cards are good. Because everything starts out as a common. And then you decide what characters you like to make them better. And the only change between a common and infinite, which is the highest rank of a card, is cosmetic. So I really like that. Uh, there's no, you don't have to worry about you know RNG and buying lots of packs. Yeah, I like that. So I think it's super fun. It's very fast. Uh, it's created by Ben Brode and his team, uh, which are the group that created the game Hearthstone, which is probably like the most popular. That explains why some game. people like it because uh, I have a friend at work and she plays Hearthstone and I showed her this, and then she texts me. The next day, and she was like, "This game is terrible. I've been playing it for three hours, solid." Yes, so. and it, you'll do that because it's it's like a quick dopamine shot. Because like a game only takes five minutes, but then you get excited and you just keep playing, and then your phone is like low battery, and you're like, "What? It's been six hours." Hmm. That was my Saturday. Always have a charger next to you. I just bought two new ones for specifically for Marvel Snap. No, I just wanted the twenty uh, watt charging because you know fast charging on iphones like yeah it's quicker right yeah so like united way was trying to get us to give at work which is like not a good charity to give to by the way if you want to give to charity uh studies have shown that actually only 15 percent 
of what you donate to United Way actually goes out. 85% is used to cover their overhead. So if you want to give to charity, either give directly or do your research. Don't give to the big companies because they are companies. They need to make a profit. But anyway, and they were like, if you donate $5 a week out of your check, we'll give you this cool charging port. But it was like Android only. And that yeah. made me mad. There wasn't yeah. an iPhone option. Yeah. Not that I was really going to give TNI away anyway. Like, I just donate. Like, Salvation Army is a good one. I donate to Riley. Riley's also a good one because all that money directly goes to the Riley Children's Hospital. So that is a great one to donate for. Yeah. Uh, Susan G. Komen, for, because we're in October and it's Press Cancer Awareness, Awareness Month, they've pretty much... Like, been found out for being huge frauds, but for years they were the go-to thing, and I think that 5% of proceeds actually went to help breast cancer. Yeah, so, like, do your research yeah. like when you're donating, for sure. But, nonetheless, uh, if you have questions about Marvel Snap, feel free to call the Squirrel Line. Yeah, call Squirrel Line. That's 765-242-5978, and get squirrely with it. Get squirrely in here. Uh, so yeah, Marvel Snap. Uh, I don't. Th- I, Shane is into it. Dave's into it. Smooth's into it. Squirrel's into it. Barry's into, into it, it. I think Barry loves it. Hey Barry, what do you think about the game called Squirrel Line? Uh, so yeah, let us know. Let what decks you playing? Like, what do you like? I like a discard deck. Currently playing like a combo deck though that I really like with Jubilee. Well, she's probably one of my favorites. But I, I just made an ongoing deck, so I've been running that, and Onslaught's my big one. Oh, yeah. Onsla- what is it, like Onslaught, Blue Marvel, and Kazar? Uh, it was Onslaught. I'd have to look at it. Um, Let me see real fast. See, that's the great thing about this game. He can, he can open it and t- give me these answers. Onslaught, Claw, Blue Marvel, Namor. Yeah. I put Sandman in there just because Sandman's an ass. Sandman is a dick. Uh, Captain America, Punisher, Mr. Fantastic, Lizard, Armor, um... Iron Maul? Is that Iron Maul? No, Ebony Maul. I always get it wrong. Oh, Ebony Maul. Ebony yeah. Maul. And then Ant-Man's just a good, like, kicker. Because Ebony Maul is, like, a dick. But if you put him to the far right, and then you're able to get Claw and Mr. Fantastic out there, because he can only be the one card played there for a... He's a one for seven power. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just... Yeah, he's got yeah, some drawbacks. It up. Yeah, there's uh, some drawbacks, but I think if you play this right... With the ongoing effects, and then you onslaught it, like, it it works. Decks like that are the whole reason why I put Killmonger in every single deck I make. Killmonger's an ass. Killmonger is a great turn six yeah. play. So, you know a card I do enjoy? Jubilee. Hobgoblin. Oh, I love Hobgoblin. There's a green yeah. goblin, too. I have not seen it. Uh, okay, so Hobgoblin. There's so many cards I still haven't seen yet. Hobgoblin is a fun card, because he has... A negative eight power, but he goes to your opponent's side of the field. So you can play a card to make their location have minus eight power, but he costs five. And you can only ever get six energy. That's not true. Well, okay. Sometimes you can get There seven. are locations that do stuff, but this has a seventh round. Uh Green Goblin is similar to Hobgoblin, but he only costs three and he only does minus three. So he's like a cheaper version. I like Hobgoblin better. Yeah, but a three cost is easier to throw. No, away. it is. Yeah. It's easier to just throw that middle of the game when you're not trying to like secure your win. Yeah, it's it's super great to use with Storm. 
It was like locked out of location. Green I Goblin. Gotten enough X Men yet? Because I just found out there was Beast. Oh, today. Beast is like a super high level one, though. and I super want him. Yeah, I haven't seen a Deadpool card either. Deadpool is cool. Deadpool costs one. He only has one power, but every time he's destroyed or discarded, he goes back to your hand, and his power is doubled because oh. he regenerates. Do you have Deadpool? I don't have Deadpool yet. Ugh, I need him. He's another like really high card. So. We're super into this game. Yep. If you get into it, call the squirrel line. Yep. All right. So that's T. Yeah, that's T. Now we're at Y. And what's Y for? Y is for you guys. And uh, you can call that squirrel line, leave voicemail, and they'll, you know, the powers that be, which is Russell, will give it to us and we will play it on the show. This week, I have another one from Mikey G, resident. Colin guy, I guess. All right, Grover, what you got? All right, this is from Grover. Make sure you got turned up for us, because that's how we do it here. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Hey, uh, Douglas, Nathaniel, uh, it's Michael. A very sophisticated question for you guys this week, I guess. Um, so I was at Popeye's the other day, sitting in the booth, eating my chicken sandwich. Good chicken sandwich, by the way. Not sponsored. Um, I heard a couple guys behind me. They were talking about walking in on a coworker, getting dressed, and one of them had, had mentioned that his dick was like a baby holding an apple. So it got me thinking, and I did some research, and an average newborn um, coming out of a, of a female, I, I don't know what else they come out of, I'm assuming just females, um, is about 20 inches long and about seven pounds uh, in girth, girthiness. They're fat little bastards. Um, but I, I, there's no dick that size. I would challenge any man uh, to see his dick that size. I mean, not literally. Like, like, pull your dick out, pull a newborn baby out, put them side by side, and, and let me see if, if it's even close, because I bet it's not. Um, anyways, um, I guess that, that brings me to my question. Can babies even hold apples? I mean, their fucking hands are so tiny, right? Like the the little bitty little fucking bastard hands. I mean, if you ever throw a baseball at a baby, it's going to hit them right in the face, right? And then they're going to cry. And so, because they can't catch it because their hands aren't big enough. So... How do you even compare your your dick to something that isn't tangible? You know, like, like I guess isn't isn't even a thing. I mean, anyways, that's my question. Uh, can babies hold apples? I know it's a dumb question, but why do we compare it to our members if they can't even hold apples? Anyways, have a good night, guys. Uh, yeah, bye. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> First off. Please don't ever pull your dick out next to a newborn baby. That's illegal. And several levels of wrong. Yeah. Also, Mike, Grover, MG, I believe it's the arm of the baby holding the apple comparatively to this penis, not the seven-pound baby. And it's weight, not girth. I just want to throw that out before we get any further. Yes, please. Thank you. Um... 
I don't know if babies can hold apples. They can't. I did some research on this. Oh, okay. Uh, most babies can like start to grip things by about five and a half to six months. So they're still babies. Yeah, I guess, but not a newborn. No. Uh, as far as holding an apple, there are several different sizes of apples. Yeah. Uh, apples comes in all shapes and sizes. Well, mostly round, but still. And also, like, don't throw baseballs at babies. I, yeah. like, I don't know why we would have to say that, but I guess we'll say it. I've I, I've known Mike for several years now. I've known... I, I'm intimately familiar with the mind of Mikey G, and I do feel like we need to say, Mike, don't throw baseballs at babies. Please don't throw baseballs at babies, Mike. No, don't make it sound like it's an option. Just... Mike. Mike, do not throw baseballs at babies. Yes. Do not. Do not throw baseballs at babies. Even though they're giant fleshy catcher's mitts, don't throw them. Don't. You're just making it sound more appealing to me. I am. I am. You're playing Grover's advocate right here. I'm not trying to. And I don't need. He doesn't need that. Okay. Uh, Don't throw baseballs at babies. Don't throw baseballs at babies. Don't throw anything at babies. Don't throw things at babies. Don't throw babies. Uh, yes. Also, don't throw babies yeah. at things. Yeah, we should probably like. But uh, okay, so can a baby hold an apple? Depending on when your definition of someone stops being a baby. Like in Supernatural, their car was baby, and I could hold a lot of apples. That's a really big penis. It was black. You had to do that, didn't you? I didn't have to, but I felt like it needed to be done. <laughs> Damn it, Doug. I don't know if that's an edit or not. Why would it be an edit? Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to roll with it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm the one that's got to edit this thing. It's, it's, a, it's, it's fine. Leave it in. Let, let the world know that it's my opinion that there are big black dicks out there. I mean, it's not an opinion. It's probably truth. It's true. There are also big it white dicks, yeah. big Asian dicks, big Indian dicks, big... I don't know. What am I missing? I don't know. Big native dicks, big Hispanic dicks. There's a lot of big dicks. Big Brazilian out cocks there. out there. That's what BBC stands for. Uh, not a lot of people know that. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, big Brazilian cocks. I know that now. Also, big Brian Cox. He was in uh, Super Troopers... In the ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's also a BBC, uh, you know, the British Broadcasting Channel. Yeah, yeah I like I like BBC. Yeah, they had Doctor Who bringing around Matt Smith. Yeah, there it goes. He was the eleventh Doctor circle. Who. What about Tenet? He was the tenth. That's why his name is Tenet. Ah, uh, you didn't know that? Nope. He changed his name for real. Yeah, his last name used to be Seventh. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so... Sorry, okay, answer why, this why are we comparing male genitalia to baby arms holding apples? Oh, yeah, I was going to cover that. It's called a metaphor, Mike. Uh, it's not meant to be taken literally. Like when somebody says it's raining cats and dogs, or they're hungry as a horse, or... Does Mike have children? Yes. Mike has child. Mike has child? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to have more child? Because I feel like they should keep apples away from it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Mike, uh, let us know. I'm sure you're going to call in next week. Let us know what your intentions are for making more Grovers. Yeah. And how do you feel about apples? 
How do you like them apples? Uh, see what he did there, Mike? That was a Goodwill hunting reference. Also, which I watched, he didn't say this, but Goodwill I want to know, what kind of chicken sandwich was it? Was it a spicy chicken sandwich or the normal chicken sandwich? Well, it couldn't have been the original because it was only available for a limited time in August of 2019, as we saw from the frivolous lawsuits. See how I did that? That's what you call a callback. Yep. Also, do you prefer... The Popeye's chicken sandwich. Like, I feel like we had a chicken sandwich conversation before. We have several times discussed making someone get us all the chicken sandwiches and us eating each one. We should compare all the chicken sandwiches. I think we need to do this. You know, you know who would be really good at this? Russell. Barry. Barry get us all the chicken sandwiches? Well, no, Russell gets us the chicken sandwiches, but we also do it with Barry because then we can amount. Uh, figure out how good the sandwiches are by the A amount, speed, and uh, duration. Duration and height of Barry Bounces as our scale for how good a chicken sandwich is. On the Happy Food Dance scale. Yeah. Barry, we challenge you to come in and eat chicken sandwiches with us. And you don't even have to be on a mic. You can sit over in the corner. And we'll just, we'll, we'll set up uh, some scales. And and uh, and uh, one of the, we'll have Shane do one of those cookie things for every bounce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll tell you guys. Yeah. So tune in next sometime in the future when this happens. We will give you fair warning. Yeah, we we'll we'll the pimp ch- it up. As we're going to do the chicken sandwich showdown. Yeah, like, the that's smooth that. squirrel chicken challenge championship. The SS triple C. Yep, that's what we're doing. The S square C cubed. I love it. I love chicken sandwiches, so I'm down with this. Yeah, I like chicken. I like the Popeyes. I feel like Burger King's got a strong contender for this. Okay, are you talking about the Tinder Crisp or the original chicken sandwich? Not the original. No one's talking about the original. I like the Italian. It's got the marinara sauce and the mozzarella. We're going to pick the the chicken sandwich. Oh, you want chickings. Yeah, if we're going to go chicken sandwich, we're going to go balls out. So we're going to like what? Wendy's spicy chicken, chicken. Are we doing spicy or regular, like a home style? See, what we're gonna have, we got we got to do the research, Doug. Hey guys, if you have like thoughts on how we should do the S square C cubed challenge, yes. Fuck, that's another C. Uh, there's too many C's there. Uh, if you have ideas on how we do the S square C cubed, uh, write us in at draftyq at gmail Tweet at us at Drafty Quarters. Uh, find us on Instagram at Drafty Quarters Productions. Call the Smooth Squirrel, the Squirrel Hotline, the Squirrel Line, the the Nut Phone. Yeah, it'll change because we don't remember what we call things. It's the Squirrel Line. Squirrel Line. There we go. It's the Squirrel Line. At, once again, seven six five two four two five nine seven eight. Call. Leave a voicemail. Maybe you'll get played on the show. Maybe we'll finally get someone other than Grover to ask us stupid questions. Also, you can feel free to email us, uh, draftyq at gmail.com, where we will answer your emails. Yep. At the top of the show, just like we did for Bill from Indy. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think? Check, please. Okay, guys. What did we learn today? We learned that D is for dragons. And House of Dragons season one finale was last week and amazing. It was great. R is for ramen. And ramen can be whatever you want it to be. It's like your imagination in a bowl of noodles. You can put whatever you want in ramen. A is for airplane. Airplane? 
Yeah, dude. That's the sound of an airplane taking off in the word airplane. That's cute. Thanks, buddy. Uh, like and that. the fact that Qatar is an evil terrorist state. Terrible. F, we had a super fun game about our frivolous lawsuits. T, we learned the things that we at the studio are doing today, and that is currently Marvel Snap. And of course, Not Y is always for you, where we answered the age-old question of, can a baby hold an apple? Grip strength on babies are miraculous. It's true. They're like tiny hulks. And their fingernails are like little razor blades. Yes, they are. So that is it for us this week. Tune in next week when we talk about Fuck Man. Who knows? Who knows? Also, Crumble, not a sponsor. Yeah. Protect your nuts, right? Yeah, protect your nuts. That's how we should end the show. Yeah, you should always say that. This is Squirrel saying, protect your nuts. 